0: You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who is that? Quarantine quickies, quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review, it's the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nicky take a load off and wash your hands. Cause Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine quickies, quarantine quickies. Don't go outside cause it's gross
1: and
2: icky. Who is that?
0: Welcome back to Bleak and Review: The Quarantine Quickie Files. That's not what this is called, but hey, I said it. I'm Kevin Anderson, your host with the ghost. Oh, Halloween is tomorrow. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, what if ghosts had to uh, contextualize everything they said, like I do? You know, I can't just say it's almost Halloween. I have to contextualize that it's uh, if you're only if you're listening to this on the Friday the 30th, on the day that this episode comes out. I would like it if ghosts did that, is my premise. (laughs) Why do any of you listen to this show? (laughs) Uh, I have wild energy right now. I'm going to try to focus myself for a brief intro to talk about the things on my mind. I have wild energy we're going to reset that uh, on the day that this comes out. I will be traveling to Joshua Tree by myself to potentially take drugs and uh, go to the national park and climb on some rocks and look at cacti. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that a lot. It's been, you know, it's 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 month. Whoever knows seven, eight of this nightmarish thing where I haven't gone to do pretty much anything. And as much as I love my neighbors, you know, it's still the same building all the time and. I was like, hey, why, not, why not go to the desert for a weekend? And I have my seven psychopaths moment and wander through the barren lands talking into a tape recorder trying to fix a misogynist movie. <laughs> That's only funny if you've recently seen that movie and remember that scene with Christopher Walken. It's a, a little bit of a frustrating process getting a place to stay in Joshua Tree last minute. Uh, I didn't have this planned in advance at all. I thought of it about, I think, Tuesday of this week and... Jumped on Airbnb to try to get a cool little trailer, you know, get a little trailer out in the desert on some property, like a ranch or something, chill out, you know, drink a few beers, maybe do some writing, smoke some drugs, but uh, everybody on Airbnb, and I don't think it's them. I think it's the system. It's the system because I never used Airbnb before on my own account, and I was a solo guest trying to book a place last minute. With a new account right before a Halloween weekend, I feel like they just—they uh, just like uh, enough things are popping up here that we're flagging you as a potential uh, asshole who's going to crash an Airbnb with like a party that's not welcome, and uh, maybe I don't know, cause a lot more uh, cleaning fees and stuff. That's not what I was doing, but I can't appeal that to anybody. <laughs> There's literally no appeal process with Airbnb if that's the thing. It's like, hey, I could—I uh, could justify this by telling you that I'm uh, 30. I'm sad, I'm coming here by myself, I'm going to try to decompress from
1: politics
0: and social media and LA in general, so I won't be partying. I might be having some parties in my head if I take some acid and look at a cactus, but you know, that's easy cleanup. You just gotta wipe the cum off the cactus, oh, this is still a comedy show, goddammit. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We'll say uh, before we get into the actual episode here, There's a, I just want to update everybody on... Um, this is a classic Bleak and Review segment, right? Uh, T.J. Miller watch. <laughs> I love just making up segments and then never continuing them. Uh, and I don't care about T.J. Miller. I mean, he's a monster. I've probably talked about how he sucks on this podcast before. If you don't know, uh, T.J. Miller is, uh, he's been accused of sexual assault and calling in bomb threats places and generally being a piece of shit and not that funny, but that doesn't matter. And he, I don't know what, he went on some long Twitter rant last night on the day I'm recording this. And I don't remember what the, I don't know the context because it was a bunch of tweets and I'm not going to read a bunch of TJ Miller tweets, but one of them caught my attention because it's, uh, it went semi viral for the wrong reasons and, and everyone was making fun of it. Because in his, I'll just read the tweet to you. He's on some long rant about, you know, cancel culture because that's what cool white guys do. They're like, this is the thing that I need to be concerned with is that people are going to come for me and hold me accountable for the crimes I've committed. Uh, I don't like that. I want to have my career still. The tweet is as follows. And so the next time all of you smile at the schadenfreude of someone being canceled, take pleasure in some person's life being stripped from them or publicly shamed. No, you are doing the same thing they do when they mark Trump on their ballot, but they're doing it to you. Whoa, dude, am I in college and high and thought I had a revelation? That's crazy. But the reason I bring this tweet up is not that he just has a bad take, because of course he does, look at him. The reason I bring it up is because he spelled schadenfreude. (laughs) S-H-O-D space... A N D space capital F R E U D. Shod and Freud coming to TBS. <laughs> He's so stupid. That's not even that's not even autocorrect, because that's like that's very specific. A Shod isn't a word, as far as I know. Autocorrect would never be like, oh, you meant to talk about this word that isn't real, and then an old doctor or psychologist. No, 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 he just thinks that's what Schod and Freud is. And yeah, sure. I didn't know how to spell it uh, immediately when I was tweeting about it earlier. But you know what I did is I looked it up and I was like, oh yeah, that's how you spell it. And I moved on because I have more than seven brain cells firing. (laughs) Oh God, it's so funny. And so, you know, there was people making fun of him for that. Well-deserved because, you know, he's a piece of shit, but... A fascinating thing is right before I started recording this intro, a friend of the show, Olivia Hydar from last week's episode, go listen to that if you haven't, she's the best, she tweeted at me, she tweeted at me, she texted me to let me know that TJ Miller had randomly blocked her on Twitter. I don't know how she found this out, probably because someone was like, did you see that TJ Miller tweet? And then she went to go see, I was like, oh, I guess I've been blocked. Olivia did not interact (laughs) with TJ Miller at all, has had him muted forever, and randomly gets blocked, and then I realized that I had seen a couple other friends of mine, specifically trans people, who mentioned that T.J. Miller also randomly blocked them, who and they were also not engaging with his tweet. Like, they might have tweeted about him, but they didn't tweet at whatever his thing is or, or quote tweet him or anything. And it makes me believe, I can't prove this, but it makes me believe that T.J. Miller was being made fun of so much, he just pulled a Ted Cruz and Twitter searched his own name, And anyone who had anything bad to say about him, especially if they were trans, he just started blocking. (laughs) Because that's what healthy, sane people do. People who uh, are are open to criticism and and change and evolving as a human. That's what you do is you search out everyone who is critical of you and you silence them forever in your life and you never change and you keep being a fucking asshole. Fuck you, TJ Miller. You're way more successful than I'll ever be. And that makes me really sad, and it makes me not like this city or this industry. But you know what? You're a bad person, and I hate you. Speaking of bad people that we hate, this is not who you're going to be hearing on the rest of the episode. Whoa! Could you imagine if that was? What if I just have an enemy on here? (laughs) Oh, great. Uh, this is going to be a fun episode. This is a great episode. We got some, uh, throwback spawn con coming up here in a second from, uh, Ethan Stanislawski, Eric Wargo, and Rena Hundert. I'm excited to replay that one. We're going to get some new ads coming in, by the way. Uh, I've been doing little repeats on here because A, you know, maybe you didn't hear the ad before and you know, B, I don't always have a uh, new content at the ready. You know, it's hard to, 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 to do a thing sometimes. And I want my friends who worked hard on, uh, the stuff that they've submitted for this podcast, to have their stuff heard again. So you're going to hear that. I believe it's for Mark Bagman, Attorney of the Damned. And then afterwards, ah, old pal of the show, a daddy of the network, really. Uh, Adam Todd Brown returns. You know him. If you're listening to this, you probably know the guy. You probably love him. We have a great talk. We stay away mostly from politics. Which I think Adam appreciated because that's like his whole life right now is dealing with the reckoning of America. Um, Yeah, we had a a great chat. We talked about scams that we've witnessed and been uh, uh, victims of in some fashion. And uh, he he did more puns than me. That's crazy, right? He did way more puns than me on this. And I respect that. So we're going to go to a quick break here on Bleak and Review. We shall return. After this, with Adam Todd Brown. In the morning. Are you a rich and powerful celebrity or politician? Have you ever wondered how Sony of your kind have gotten off scot-free? Was it money? Was it influence?
1: No, it was magic. Hi, I'm Mark Bagman, attorney of the damned. As part of their pre-existing deal with satanic forces that mere morals can't possibly understand, the rich and famous of the world acquired the services of me, Mark Bagman. We work on contingency. We only take your soul if we win. And if we don't, you only face a devastating ironic twist to the deal you made with consequences you never intended. Just look at our happy clients. I believe we have the tip of the iceberg Mm -hmm. of what the special counsel knows about the relationship between Trump and the Trump team and the Russians. (laughs) The special counsel's investigation did not find that Trump campaign or anyone associated with it conspired or coordinated with Russia. And what about Susan Collins' vote on the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation? Judge Kavanaugh has received rave reviews for his 12-year track record as a judge, including for his judicial temperament. Judge Kavanaugh has received rave reviews for his 12-year track record as a judge, including for his judicial temperament. This is not a criminal trial and I do not believe that claims such as these need to be proved beyond a reasonable doubt. This is not a criminal trial and I do not believe that the claims such as these need to be proved beyond a reasonable doubt. Mr. President, I will vote to confirm Judge Kavanaugh. Mr. President, I will vote to confirm Judge Kavanaugh. Need to get away with a rape conviction with a slap on the wrist? Potentio Albinus! Prosecutors, along with the victim and her supporters, were both disappointed and baffled by the judge's decision to sentence former Stanford swimmer Brock Turner to just six months in county jail and probation for sexually assaulting a woman who passed out drunk at a campus party last year. Wait, what did you just say? It's a whitening spell. It's Latin for white power.
0: I know what that means.
1: Just ask every police force of every major city in America. Empathy charm!
0: You've seen the impact on uh, the Van Dykes and their family, the children, Uh, that's the shame. The family are suffering a tremendous amount of pain during this, along with Laquan McDonald's family and loved ones.
1: Empathy blocker! The New York Times reported that Michael Brown was, quote, no angel. The report explained he dabbled in drugs and alcohol, which presumably is why he stole the Swisher Sweets since Swisher Sweets are routinely used to smoke pot. Along with many more satisfied clients. The Twinkie Defense, O.J. Simpson, everyone forgetting that
0: Mike Tyson is a convicted rapist, Green Book winning Best Picture, and every Woody Allen movie made in the past 25 years.
1: Call the office of Mark Backman now. Remember, that's Mark with a C, the demonic spelling. Call back,
0: Batman! man. A dirty for the dead. Six, 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 six. Seabla, Parcel Tongue. I miss the studio so much. I was just thinking about that today. I was like, I miss going down to Burbank and, and going to the fucking, that little place with the cheeseburgers and recording in the alley and having a good old time. Yeah, those were the days. Feels like five fucking years ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, I haven't been... I mean, I went and cleaned everything out, but other than that, I haven't used that studio since March. Woof.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
2: Coming up on a year now.
0: Yeah, I uh, I remember when we all um, had the, the thing of like, oh, this will only be like two months of a quarantine. We'll We'll make some small adjustments and then everything. And now it's like... Oh, so this is just real. Like, I wonder sometimes I wonder, I wonder if you feel this way too, as we come in on this cold open here on bleak and review. Oh my God. He's a professional Adam.
2: That was very good.
0: Thank you. And then I called it out though. And then it was bad again.
2: (laughs) No, no. I think that part, that that was arguably the best part.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Uh, I do wonder though. Uh, do you think sometimes that we're going to get so used to this shit that when, Things are back to quote unquote normal that it'll be hard to readjust, like I feel like I'm already getting there where I'm like, why would I go somewhere? I could just get delivery to my place, like you know like that energy
2: oh yeah i'm I'm never letting anyone back in my home
0: ever again, <laughs> right. I'm just gonna keep I'm wearing not, face masks,
2: yeah, I'm not recording anything in person ever again, <laughs> I'm not. Like, I might as well have won the lottery. Like, you're just not ever going to see me again. I'm
0: gone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, we, you know, it's, we got used to it and then that's new normal. And then, uh, you know, we go back to old normal and old normal seems so, so primitive. It's like, what am I, some Neanderthal? I'm going to fucking go to a studio and record. No, just do it over the internet. Like the, the technologic God I am.
2: Yeah. Out here, shaking hands, hugging people, kissing, Gross.
0: kissing babies. Yeah, that's what am the one. I running
2: for prez?
0: That's the one. Those are the two things that I'm going to definitely get back into when life is normal. Kissing, kissing babies, kissing babies, and running for president. Oh, kissing and babies. Kissing and ba- I'm going to get back into babies, not as like a sex thing, but just as like as like a, a, a hobbyist. You know, I'm just fascinated with them. Some people sure. watch birds. You know.
2: Yeah, not a sex thing, just a pleasure thing.
0: <laughs> feel like you can make anything sound horrific by adding comma, but it's not a sex thing to it. Like, right. I got to do the yeah. dishes real quick, but it's not a sex thing. <laughs> Oh, well, what an awkward intro that was, everybody. Bleak Interview, we return here. I remain your host, Kevin Anderson. We probably had a great intro full of stuff uh, where I was talking about politics and how much I hate them. Uh, And speaking of talking about politics and how much uh, we hate them, my guest today is someone who does that for a goddamn living, Adam Todd Brown.
2: Hey.
0: (laughs) If only listeners could have seen how much you winced and scratched your head during that hey. (laughs) Hey. Well, I had a, I had a little eyebrow itch oh, in classic. the middle of it, Classic. <laughs> I
2: didn't, I didn't want to let it stop my, my momentum.
0: I appreciate your commitment. That, that's a professional podcast host right there.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's almost election day. I gotta <sighs> be sharp. <sighs>
0: Whew, yeah. God. When there's
2: violence in the streets the next day.
0: Yeah. Violence in the streets. And, uh, uh, well, I'll be cowering in the sheets. You know what I mean?
2: I do Kevin. I do. <laughs>
0: This is back to back episodes where I guess just tolerates my bullshit cuz Olivia does the same shit that you're doing. <laughs> I love it though. It's great. I imagine though, Adam, at this point in the Q-teen as we're calling it, that like it's got to be taking like talking about this stuff at for your job every week, you know, talking about every current nightmare that we're experiencing over and over and analyzing it has got to be taking its toll on you uh, mentally and and stuff. Oh, so much. Yeah. (laughs) Just
2: like it's it's it was actually worse earlier in the year. And actually, like last year, I hit a point where I just had to stop talking about politics for a while.
0: I remember we talked about that. Yeah.
2: And now it's I feel like it's gotten to the point where there's nothing else to talk about. Right. Like, like we're, we're to the point where both sides have kind of drawn their lines and what's going to happen is going to happen. Like, I think it's kind of pointless to try and predict what's going to happen in this election because sure. Who knows what's going to happen in this country at all anymore. Yeah. And like, I, I think, I mean, I think Trump is going to lose. I just don't think he's going to leave office.
0: Right. That's the scary part. (laughs) Because you see, like you see, uh, you know, in the, the political Twitter sphere, you know, articles and thought think pieces about like, here's all the reasons, you know, of course that Trump's going to lose, like from a political science angle. And you go, yeah, of course, but also like he shouldn't have won in the first place. Like it doesn't matter that the system is predicting that he's not going to win because when has it ever stopped any terrible shit from happening for the last four years?
2: Yeah. Polls didn't help last time. Right. Like at one point, Joe Biden had, I think the exact same lead Hillary Clinton had at this point in the election. Right. It's like, yeah, it's all, all fine. And well, until, the FBI comes out and says they're investigating Biden two days before the election or yeah, some shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it turns out, it turns out he, uh, he actually had, a, uh, he had a burner Reddit account that he was, uh, you know, going on Argonne wild with, and people found that and it's <laughs> pr- probably going to be linked to terrorism somehow.
2: <laughs> that would be a pretty great scandal. Yeah. Like if, if he- Joe Biden was just, <laughs> just a nasty GamerGate motherfucker on the internet. <laughs>
0: I was mostly thinking that he had a burner account not to do like, I mean, he is a creep. So like, I wouldn't put it past him, but my, my, brain went to like, he's one of those guys that comments on like only fans accounts with like, you should, I would totally marry you. I wouldn't, uh, I would take you away from this. <laughs> like simping
2: <laughs> do people do that.
0: Oh, uh, I think so. That's a th- I think there's a, you know, white nighting is a thing where it's like dudes yeah. trying to get dates from, uh, people's nudes on Reddit and stuff. It's pretty pretty upsetting behavior.
2: <laughs> yeah, imagine hitting on someone on OnlyFans like that.
0: <laughs> I'm literally here paying you money to look at you naked. That's the beginning of a relationship, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I seem like a keeper, right? I'm paying 4 dollars a month to look at pictures of your ass. Want to go out on a date? I'm the guy I've who I've never <laughs> looked at an OnlyFans account.
0: It's, it's, uh, it's a lot like Patreon. Uh, I, I've had a very limited experience with OnlyFans. I, I, I poked around to find out for a little bit to see what was going on. And it's very, it's very similar to Patreon, but it's mostly one kind of content. <laughs> Puss Whoa. Wait, that's the thing I do. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Thank you yeah. I, I'm writing that down. Cause you got the episode title. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> I'm just not a big porn guy in general. Really? Is that true? Yeah. Do you think, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, do you think that's a, uh, is that like a, I used to be a porn guy, but am I in, you know, I've, I've got, as I've gotten older, I've moved away from it or it's just never been your thing. It's just never really been my thing. Interesting. I, don't know. I get that. I guess yeah. it, it's, there's a, I mean, there is a certain amount of, um, immediate shame that it comes along with, uh, watching pornography. And, you know, if you do it correctly the this is me trying to say jack off in the most uh, eloquent way possible if you watch porn correctly and achieve the desired result uh, you there is a lot Tell of me more <laughs> well uh let me show you these diagrams here that i drew myself <laughs>
2: but, ah, kevin kevin looks at porn
0: shameful. <laughs> i know, he I know to that, hell buddy that's that's like a like a like a really uh uh, what is that? What do I think? Conservative or, or sheltered, like nerd playing like one of those card games? You have to reveal stuff about themselves. So like, what's your darkest secret? They're like, I've look at nudes. I have seen pornography. It's like, Oh, you got worse. You just won't say it. I've, I've never heard of
2: that game, but I would definitely
0: not play it. <laughs> me and my, I might've talked about this in the intro. Who knows? We're recording out of order cause caution to the wind, but we played, me and my neighbors played some card game the other night where the idea is you get really drunk and then you have to make people ask each other really personal questions. And, uh, if you don't want to respond, you have to like drink a bunch, but like, I was playing with me and like a couple other you know artistically minded people who were very open. And so we just went on long monologues about our perversion.
2: <laughs> what what's the what's the game called?
0: I don't I honestly don't remember. I think it's called like shit. I don't know. I was gonna just make something up because I have nowhere to even begin guessing.
2: <laughs> yeah, if the people making this game are listening to this, they're like, God
0: damn you. <laughs> well, reach out to us and let us know what the Spit name of it, it is. Out. And we'll spa and you can sponsor this. <laughs> this is how you get sponsors by 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 not remembering the product. <laughs> yeah, I mean
2: I've dropped some subtle hints that I would like a weed company to sponsor us.
0: I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet.
2: Th- we almost had one, and then me and the guy just lost email contact. Uh, His name was Connor. Like, you can't keep up with a
0: fucking Connor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this sounds like a scandal, though. You're saying you lost these emails. You don't know what happened. It sounds like you did something in uh, Benghazi.
2: I sent them through my private server. <laughs> and then uh, Pizzagate.
0: <laughs> and then Pizza Rat. And then everything in between. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Adam, of course, uh, I don't want to subject you to any more political talk than you already have to do for your work. Uh, I, God knows I do it every, it, for a while, this podcast, the intros were just me melting down for 10 minutes before I had a pleasant chat with somebody. So it was a weird vibe. <laughs> um, but so this, this, this pre-planned question I got for you is nothing political at all. I hope, um, are you ready okay. for it? <clears throat> I am. Oh, great. This is perfect. Because if you weren't ready for it, I had no (laughs) follow-ups.
2: Yeah, that would have been weird.
0: What is the... uh, My question to you is, what is the worst you've ever been scammed? By like a person Mm. or a company, an ideology? (laughs) I
2: bought... I've got a few shady purchases in my... I just recently bought tried to buy a dish rack off of instagram and it was <laughs> already <Alrighty. laughs> like, it said something like 159 dollars normally only 14.99 and it was clearly just a scam to get my email sure sure. they just like they sent me like eight shards of plastic six weeks later
0: they actually sent you something though
2: they did but it like what they sent me was all it almost made me feel shittier than if they just didn't send me anything because they were just mocking me yeah, yeah, with yeah, what yeah. they sent
0: they were like they like,
2: fucking call the better business bureau pal good luck
0: this account doesn't exist anymore
2: <laughs> yeah i'm yeah.
0: just some guy who had to get rid of some shards
2: <laughs> i also bought a gold chain when i was a teen
0: oh okay I you from like recently <laughs>
2: That it would be such a better story if it was recently. <laughs>
0: like, oh no, Adam's finally broken in quarantine. He's buying chains like Flava Flave.
2: I bought a Dookie rope recently. <laughs> but I was I was in my teens and I worked at Steak and Shake, and I was walking from Walmart to Steak and Shake, and this guy just pulls up in a car next to me, and he goes, "Hey, man, do you like gold?" <laughs> And I was like, I guess, like, <laughs> sure. I mean, I'm it's gonna, a precious metal go along with it. And he pulled out all these gold chains <laughs> and they had price tags on them that said like 1800, 400. And I was like, I guess I'll take this one.
0: Did he have like a and trench coat with he a, a bunch like, of chains in it? Or was it not a stereotypical cartoon of a situation?
2: He yeah. had a trench coat. If by trench coat, you mean leather jacket.
0: Sure. Yeah. That, we'll, we'll accept It wasn't
2: it. like a duster. He wasn't a Highlander.
0: <laughs> so he didn't have that many chains for sale.
2: <laughs> no, he had a Jerry Curl and his car smelled of lavender.
0: Ooh, that sounds very cool.
2: And he was like, "You know how I got these." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm hip." And I buy this chain that had like this $1500 price tag. I talked him down to $35. Oh, from 1500? No, he's the the this was all a scam, Kevin. The $1500 were clearly price tags he wrote himself.
0: Oh, for sure. Because
2: this gold chain ended up being super duper fake. And it like <laughs> turned green in 3 days.
0: <laughs> so within the negotiations though, he acknowledged that you knew that this was a scam to an extent and that's why it started talking 30, $35 and stuff. No,
2: I knew that he was acknowledging that they were stolen.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it
2: but he was trying to imply that they were real and they had like the stamp on them and everything. And my dad, my dad took it to a jeweler friend of (laughs) his and the guy whipped out this fucking, it sounded like a dentist drill and he scraped a little away and it was all fucking pink underneath. (laughs) And my aunt, before we found out it was fake, my aunt, my own family Your got so fucking mad at me because I would not sell her that gold chain, <laughs> and to this day, I wish I scammed her ass. Oh my god! And sold it to
0: her. If only you had had it and kept that fifteen hundred dollar price tag.
2: <laughs> well, that's what she saw. She thought it was. She also thought it was real.
0: That's great.
2: And so she thought she was going to scam me by giving me like a hundred bucks, and I should have let it happen.
0: I, that reminds me very much of a time I also um, got scammed from a, a – not a person wearing a leather jacket, but like had leather jacket energy, you know? Uh, sure. Of course. I was, uh, I was going to a concert at Oracle Arena in Oakland, California. Ever heard of it? Uh, <laughs> if you could imagine.
2: It's a scary story already.
0: Yep. Uh, to add more scares to it, we were staying in a Motel 6 down the street for uh the night before so we could uh you know rest up and guess who else was uh staying in those that motel six a lot of raiders fans
2: <laughs> oh i was gonna say e40 but he's oh, from vallejo
0: yeah he Never was probably mind. he would have been in vallejo or maybe richmond uh <laughs> sure. hold it down too
2: short too Rap-in short forte. oh rapid
0: forte players club we love it right Dude. actually
2: he was from san francisco he I was, was. I'm all over the place with my Bay Area rappers right now. I'm here's, so sorry.
0: Here's the thing, though. I'm from a uh, quote. I'm from asterisks the Bay Area because Sacramento almost counts. And we sometimes try to co-opt it when we're talking to L.A. people. So, like, I'm loving this You're <laughs> from the NAY area. Uh, hey, <laughs> how come you're doing more puns than me on this episode? I haven't had one. I, I came ready. <laughs> Adam, Adam's like notes for bleak and review. It's just like a haste, a couple post-it notes of potential puns. <laughs> uh, keek the sneak, you keek the sneaky bastard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, we have fun. Uh, but so okay, so yeah, we're going. We're walking up, and I haven't bought my ticket yet. Some of my friends have bought their tickets online in advance to this concert. It's like a big festival kind of thing. It was probably like I don't know, like a hundred bucks for a ticket or something like that. Uh, and a guy and I'm, I'm like 18, 19 at this time. And I'm a pretty sheltered white kid from Sacramento at this time. Also never really been to Oakland. And I walk up and like on the bridge going over the road to get to Oracle, this man approaches me and goes, you going to the concert? Did you get your tickets yet? And I'm like, no, I haven't uh, got my ticket. Today. He's like, I'll sell you one for 50, bu- or 50 or 70 bucks right now. It's cheaper than up there. I, I was going to go. I can't go. And I just immediately my friends left me there they didn't they didn't no one tried to like help they just walk kept walking past and i was just talking to this guy by myself and i was like sure i'd save some money i'm a broke college kid Uh, and so i gave him like 50 bucks or whatever and he just puts a wristband on me and goes thanks and takes off and immediately i realized that this wristband has already been Taped together and then ripped apart and then retaped, but it's like, <laughs> like it's it's from something else. It wasn't from this show. Yeah, and I walk, I walk up there. And I'm just like at the box office. I'm like, this isn't valid, is it? They're like, no. I was like, cool. So I bought, I bought a hundred dollar ticket. <laughs> it was devastating. I felt like such a rube.
2: Yeah, I've ne- I've never trusted scalped tickets. I mean, if I buy them on the internet or something, it's fine. But. Sure.
0: Yeah. Anybody who's ever like, I got shit for this thing you're in line for. And I came here to sell this stuff. I'd I'd never believe that that's going to work out for me now because of that one instance.
2: Yeah, I try not to buy any high ticket items from a location that I won't be able to point out later if it
0: all goes wrong. I think he was by that tree. Maybe. (laughs) Oh, no, this was from the bridge, man. (laughs)
2: Can i can stake out that tree
0: i actually uh excuse me oracle arena employee i talked to your coworker, the guy on the bridge and he said this was valid <laughs> i felt so stupid and like i also feel like there was a little bit of like i feel like i kind of got like alpha because like i said i was like a nervous little like white kid who who'd never been to or- like oakland before and i got like i got like nervous and just like yeah i'll give you the money yeah here you go like you you're probably honest with me and like i didn't i didn't think about it from the lens of like Cause I don't think I'd ever been scammed before. I don't think anyone would ever try to fuck me over like that. It's weird.
2: <laughs> yeah. I had, when I was in San Francisco, once a guy came up to me and did that thing. I don't know if anyone's ever run this fucking street hustle on you, but they're like, Hey man, I can tell you exactly where you were when you got the shoes you're wearing.
0: Uh, <laughs> it sounds like and a he dad like, joke. And he
2: like goes through this whole routine, and it ends with I was in the shoes I'm wearing when I got the shoes I'm wearing,
0: Uh, and he was
2: like, he was like, and that'll be twenty dollars because I got you. And I was like, no, you didn't.
0: I didn't sign shit. I'm
2: not giving you twenty dollars for that fucking routine, (laughs) sir. And I was like, what was he gonna do? Beat me up? Yeah, that's so weird. So I just walked away. I was like, "I'm not giving you twenty dollars, <laughs> fucking maniac."
0: I uh, that's yeah. That's it's weird, it's, especially because like in that hustle, you would think the idea is like carnival game, it where you go, "I'll bet you twenty bucks that this thing happened. Like if it doesn't even sound like he did that, it sounds like he made up. He threw the bet in at the end of like. By the way, that cost you twenty bucks. I didn't bring it up before.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. it uh, Another thing that I, I this wasn't me getting scammed but i had a friend who was buying weed mm-hmm. from another set of friends of mine and i set this up so they can buy weed and he comes back in and is like i got their money and i'm just not going to give them the weed
0: <laughs> yeah i'm going to lie
2: <laughs> and it's like now i'm in the middle of this fucking
0: that sucks st-
2: armed robbery plot i mean not armed robbery he didn't have a gun but like for two weeks these friends were like harassing me to find out where he was
0: right for the, and like,
2: finally uh, at finally at one point they were at my place and he called and i was just like hold on and i fucking put him on the phone <laughs>
0: Yeah, that moment when one of your friends does something shitty to your other friend and then you somehow become the middleman for their beef, even though you had nothing to do with it. Like that happens outside of just scamming people for weird weed deals. But like that is such an uncomfortable place to be. And at this time, like, I mean, now where I've matured emotionally enough to just be like, look, this isn't this is not my fucking thing. Leave me the fuck alone. It sounds like you're there, too. You're just like, look, dude, you sort your shit out. I'm not dealing with this
2: yeah, I actually at one point in my life lived with this guy very briefly. He was uh my roommate's boyfriend and he moved in for like a few weeks. And that motherfucker at one point murdered someone in a drug deal. Yeah. And then tried to set up his friend and like take him down with him and the friend ended up uh being found not guilty, which Ooh. was intense but that's, he went through an entire trial and everything
0: that's fucking insane and you were like oh i live with this guy
2: <laughs> yeah i've i've lived with someone who went on to shoot someone in the head for cocaine <laughs> And that is surprisingly, that was not in Los Angeles.
0: That is one of your lists of credits on your comedy bio, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I can't, I can't compete with that. Uh, (laughs) I know people who have done horrible stuff. I know, I mean, I know a guy who we, we, he was in a, a a hip hop group and had cerebral palsy, a local hip hop group from my hometown. And that is uh, bad. Yeah, I know. Right. Sacramento.
2: Oh, there's uh, more. Go on.
0: No, already it's bad enough. And uh, he would go on to stab a, a, a veteran 40 times to steal his video games to sell for meth. So... But I didn't live with him. Yeah. I didn't live with him. And this is how I know I grew up with some sociopaths because not just him, but like the people that also knew this guy, because they were like, oh, I'm going to go to his trial because it's funny. <laughs> it's like, a, <laughs> like, yo, that's crazy. Like, I don't think that's, that's not a like like a fun afternoon. That's a friend, a friend of ours who, or former friend of ours who stabbed a veteran to death.
2: Yeah. Being that close to the justice system is never funny. Like I would never want to sit in on a trial. No.
0: Kill me. I barely I and it, I oh that's actually a good thing cuz I just postponed jury duty for like the fourth time in my life. Uh, I, I I What is happening? Everyone just got too?
2: a jury duty summons. I got one. I have to do jury duty January 21st. Like we're still going to have laws by then.
0: (laughs) No, I post, I was able to postpone mine to March and I think that we won't even, yeah, you're not going to, you're going to go when there's no laws. So it'll just be a bunch of people shouting in a room. And then when I go, it's going to be uh, a bunch of people in animal skins cooking around a fire, just telling stories about the gods of old.
2: (laughs) Yeah. We're going to be, we're going to be judging if someone gets hanged in the town square. (laughs)
0: She's a witch. <laughs> we're definitely going to be doing some, some witch trials. I think that wouldn't surprise me that much. <laughs> Have you done jury duty before in the past?
2: No, I got called uh, when I was a teen, like when I had just turned 18 Yeah, and I had to go to the, the like selection process and they didn't pick me. Yeah. I did the same. I shipped my pants while they were. asking me the question
0: that's a that's a lot uh simpler than my my uh interesting angle I took to get out of it and that's the fucked up thing about jury duty is that like we should all be taking it you know like I it's like how I know that like deep down that we should have a more plant-based diet but I'll never do it like I'm like the world would be better if more people who try to get out of jury duty aggressively actually took jury duty because those are usually smart people who don't want to do that because right. they know it's going to suck and i i i got called also like i was probably like in my early 20s and i i went to do the the process like that uh the selection process and i was like actively saying shit that wasn't like i wasn't lying but i was actively bringing up stuff that i knew that would make the defense dismiss me i was like oh this is a a robbery thing. Uh, I've been robbed before, so I don't know if I could be impartial, like just a lie. I could be easily impartial, especially if you're robbing from like Home Depot or something, but I didn't yeah. want to waste my weekends. So I was like, no, I'm going to let this guy be in the hands of people who didn't get out of jury duty. <laughs> I think that's weird. Yeah. When they
2: asked me if I could be impartial, I just said, no,
0: see and that's, yeah, And it's like, if, you know, you could,
2: <laughs> yeah, I could, but I'm not going to, cause it's then not- I'll have to do <laughs>
0: jury duty. Isn't that fucked up? What if jury duty became a zoom thing (laughs) and it was a lot easier to commit to?
2: If I could do it from home. Yeah. Then fuck. Yeah. I would do jury duty because I would be, be you
0: could save a lot of people for that. You could probably be one of the, the catalysts for not sending a random black guy to jail for weed or whatever the fucking shit crime cause is shit crime. cause. Or
2: what if I sent a random white guy to jail for weed?
0: Well, yeah, that's, you know what? That's fair. All lives matter. Uh, the criminal justice system is, is e- equally partial to all races.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, so much. Yeah,
0: <laughs> And that's what we want listeners to take away from this episode is that there's no biases <laughs> in the judicial system. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right though. It was, I, I was painting a picture, but uh, it could have been a white guy. No, I'm saying I would just like do
2: it out of spite. Like- <laughs>
0: I tell you, the only time I would willfully do that is if it was some broad, you know?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, imagine, like, the lengths you'd have to go to to get arrested for weed in California.
0: (sighs) Yeah, you'd have to, like, beat someone to death with a brick of weed. Like It wouldn't even be be a thing. I've been... Oh, God, I've been getting back into weed in quarantine. Uh, I, I love... You could just... I talked to like some of my neighbors are from like New York and shit. And I, I'm just like, Oh yeah, I just have them. I deliver. They deliver right to my door. It's great out here. There's like, what? They think it's like cartoons. They don't believe me. It's fucking amazing.
2: Yeah. It's, it's magic. I get, I have three different weed delivery places. I use where I'm at.
0: Say I'm right now. Co- we get a sponsor.
2: <laughs> uh, Ease. If Ease wants to sponsor us or grass door. Uh, either of them. I would be yeah. all for it. Like I would do it for free weed personally. Cause that, that <laughs> spends like money in my household.
0: A hundred percent. That's another currency. I mean, in the commune that I live in, uh, we absolutely trade in drugs and booze. Like we, we sometimes, you know, we'll pay each other for like alcohol. If someone's picking up like a 30 pack or something, but it's mostly like, oh, no, I'll just give you some acid and you give me that. <laughs> like it's, it's, I'm ready for the, the, the collapse of society basically. Sounds like it a little bit, a little bit, except everyone here is like 25. So we're all going to be we don't have life skills.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. You're all going to die right away.
0: <laughs> have you been? I'm going
2: to come kill you.
0: Well, I I, I fucking dare you. <laughs> OK, <laughs> you <laughs> I dare you to just guess where I live and murder me. No, please, please come kill me. Oh, please there is
2: me. that. I have no idea yeah. where you live. So you, what you
0: probably could do is just like ask Vanessa and she would, she'd probably be high and she would tell you. And then I would, <laughs> yeah, I could,
2: probably any number of people I could ask. Olivia <laughs> probably tell me.
0: Oh, yeah, she knows. Joe. Olivia came by briefly uh, on her last uh, pop in to L.A. Uh, before she went back to Indiana again. <laughs> so,
2: oh, is she back in Indiana now?
0: Yeah, yeah, family stuff that I probably uh, shouldn't bring up on the podcast. <laughs> so, moving. <laughs> no, on, let's talk about it. Let's talk about. Let's talk about all of our friends who aren't here's personal stuff. I heard Jeff. Is, I heard Jeff is gay. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, that's. I mean that's i think I, I heard it from you <laughs> yeah yeah i told you while we were both sucking his dick hey <laughs> stupid no uh uh one one other thing though that that but we could t- talk about before we go into uh to uh uh the, the plugs and whatnot here is uh are you do you feel like you are uh have developed any new like life skills in the the nightmare that has been the last seven months like have you found a thing that's like okay well i i feel like i'm better at this now so if shit goes down at least i'm equipped for that part of it or is it kind of like damn, i'm really hoping things work out <laughs> uh
2: i have been taking vitamins religiously since the beginning of the year that's good and i have a whole lineup of them that i take now and there's There have been stories coming out linking uh, COVID hospitalizations to vitamin D deficiency. Oh, really? And I just randomly started taking vitamin D at the beginning of the year before COVID even started because I've been vitamin D deficient before. Right. So at least in terms of vitamins and supplements, (laughs) very healthy now. Very very healthy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. I love it. I lo- I, I love that uh, thing because I justify a lot of my bullshit that I've been getting up to with that. Where it's like I do one thing that's very like good for me, either like physically or mentally, like therapy or like eating better. Uh, but I'm like, well, that offsets all of the the the, uh, the horrible stuff that I've been doing in my body and quarantine, like drinking almost every night and like taking drugs <laughs> and shit. Like, but I did go to therapy, so like actually, I'm kind of doing pretty good. <laughs> Yeah,
2: See? <laughs> you got it all together.
0: Yeah, I don't know. How are you feeling? Yeah, are I've you? been.
2: Oh, go ahead. Like I've had to work so much through all this, so I haven't had those like breakthrough moments in like realizing I I'm I can really whip up a sourdough now. <laughs>
0: you didn't do and, your sourdough starter. <laughs>
2: yeah, like I I haven't been binge watching any shows. Like it's been a pretty normal existence for me except way better because yeah. i don't have to go anywhere or <laughs> really interact with anyone i mean all the deaths that's a bummer so, <laughs> this
0: is a like macro macro I, I wish, micro conversation it's like macro we're not doing great but personally this is kind of okay
2: <sighs> yeah like if covid was just a disease that just made you want to stay home and like didn't kill people oh man
0: if it was just like on we <laughs> yeah
2: viva uh, la covid baby
0: give me that
2: forever
0: i kind of dig i kind of get that too because i definitely like I, I i do think like sometimes i'm like oh i've been drinking way too much and then i realize like well a i'm saving a lot of money on my drinking because i was drinking a lot before this like it's not like but i was drinking at bars which i was spending like 60 bucks a night for the same bullshit that i drink at home where i'm spending like 20 and so i'm like that's yeah. great and also yeah that's the other thing is like i don't feel like any of my really bad shit has been exacerbated like depression and stuff has definitely like been a issue in quarantine like it's been exacerbated but also i've had the time to seek out therapy for the first time in 10 years and like try to do peaceful, like meditate and stuff like shit like that, that I would never have done before because I was always like, Oh, I got to go host my mic or do this show that won't pay me or whatever, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I was concerned about how much I was vaping because I quit smoking. Right. But I did that by switching to vaping. And once all this started, I was just like, constantly all day
0: oh i'm sure uh,
2: hit hitting that plastic dick (laughs) to paraphrase new jack city
0: absolutely and
2: i started taking wellbutrin to like stop smoking in about two weeks into it i was like i think i'm gonna be able to quit vaping and also i feel great yeah yeah, I mean, well, it's also an antidepressant, and I used to take it.
0: Oh, that's a, yeah, that's and what I assumed I you were taking it for. But I didn't know you. I didn't know that was a thing that you could take to to wean yourself off of a thing like that. Yeah,
2: it's oh, wow. it's an anti smoking drug. Like, oh, wow. that's what I got it for. And then after like two weeks, it's like, oh yeah. It does other stuff too.
0: <laughs> turns great. out, turns out I don't want to die all the time as much.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I, and I'm not vaping anymore.
0: No, I win mean, win. Still
2: weed obviously, but not
0: nicotine. Yeah. Weeds. That's fine. There's no, you're not going to, there's nothing, no, no harm come from that. And I, that's the thing is I tell people sometimes also, cause like the drinking stuff, like I've definitely had like last night, my, my roommate and I, uh, we're like, oh, let's you know go to the liquor store, get a little bit to drink, and they, we ended up buying like a bottle of whiskey and some white claw, and we were like, we'll have a quiet night in, you know, watch a movie. We'll watch Creep, which I just saw for the first time, and I enjoyed a lot. Very uh, good movie. Uh, thank you. Yes, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, I said thank you because a lot of people I've talked to said they hate it. <laughs> I wasn't saying thank you because I I, I take credit. Oh, <laughs> you did? Yeah, a couple of people I've talked to about it say they don't care for it, but they're no, wrong. They're those wrong. Idiots. Yeah, I, I cut him out of my life, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but like we were like, oh, I'm quiet. I didn't. We just got like shit faced to the point where like we were both late for work today, and I work from home. That's how bad that is. Um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and and Hollis was like was like I literally poured the rest of that bottle out in the sink in the morning because i was like what the fuck man we just can't have booze in here so like that's definitely the worst thing that's going on in quarantine but when i tell people i'm doing acid kind of regularly in quarantine like maybe like twice a month they're like whoa that's crazy I'm like what that i get more in touch with like existence and fucking center myself when the world around me is burning like that's not crazy at all
2: yeah i i i be way more concerned about the drinking than the acid
0: yeah after that story i told I imagine.
2: <laughs> like what's a- acid's just gonna make you jim morrison
0: oh well that is kind of concerning to be fair that
2: that's very concerning actually
0: <laughs> i mean i would have died three years ago if that was the case so i think i'm okay but uh that fucking- or
2: maybe you would have faked your death
0: Ooh. I, I think
2: i think jim morrison died though
0: i don't think is that, a, con- is that a is that a conspiracy that's going around though that he faked his death
2: Oh yeah! Not that it's new. That's been one for a long time, and like people always say shit like, "Oh, Donald Trump is too stupid to do." any kind of conspiracy stuff right i feel that way about jim morrison <laughs> i think yeah. that dude just had a pretty voice and liked to rhyme and otherwise was a fucking box of rocks yeah
0: i he's yeah he's pretty face pretty voice for a little bit until la woman era and then he just sounded like everyone's drunk uncle yeah <laughs> We need to do a mini podcast that's only like ten minutes long, but we do like a news recap just in that voice. Just in Jim Morrison. <laughs> out It's gonna be hot.
2: Hot 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 out today. <laughs>
0: Well, President Trump got COVID about an hour ago. <laughs> How disappointing! I like the that, Doors man.
2: so much, though. I like their music. Do you really? I do. I like the Doors, especially their first like three albums. But yeah, I just could not fathom hanging out with Jim Morrison. No, not any of them. Actually, he wrote. They a- all <laughs> seem like a bunch of pretentious fucks fuck yeah i was
0: gonna jim morrison wrote a book of poetry before he was 30 like that's as pretentious as it gets
2: <laughs> he's got a solo album that's just him doing poetry over
0: swinging doors music you can't do that until you've had at least one cancer scare like <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean you gotta have lived some life for your poems to really mean something i think
2: <laughs> came out after he died i believe i don't know
0: Yeah, that's true. It was uh, because that album uh, with LA Woman on it was, I believe, the last uh, album that they released before he died. And then that came out, uh, that book came out and some because somebody sold like his original handwritten lyrics to that song for like $10,000 along with a copy of that but it's some pretentious shit like ugh, it just makes me feel that's the thing is I don't hate the doors like singles I like like you know the big hits everyone knows but I just like as an idea (laughs) it upsets me
2: yeah they're they're like reverse queen to me like I like queen as a band and as people but I don't care about their music that much and the doors I I like their music a lot the doors I like their music a lot but they seem like just the most insufferable bunch of people
0: oh 100 percent, absolutely and uh and that's you know where you got to separate the art from the artist and that's as far as i'm able to contextualize that whenever it becomes physical abuse i can't do it
2: <laughs> my favorite doors song god now i can't think of what it's some. it's got horse in the title mm. and it's just jim morrison like describing horses being thrown over the side of a boat while there's all these screaming noises are happening in the background That sounds pretty great. But at one point he goes awkward instant and the last horse is jettisoned. <laughs> and that's where I learned the word jettisoned. That's <laughs> I immediately looked it up and I have incorporated it into my vocab ever since.
0: That absolutely sounds like French surrealism in a black box theater. So it makes sense that he's buried in Paris.
2: <laughs> and how strong do you have to be to throw a horse?
0: Yeah. Is this one guy throwing horses or is this like a team effort? Cause I don't even think two people could do it. Yeah. It
2: seems like you'd have to lead a horse off hey, the side of a boat.
0: Hey, you know, you can lead a horse to the side of a boat, but you can't make him drown. <laughs> <laughs> and with jim the- morrison
2: really died getting kicked in the sternum by a horse
0: <laughs> that's the conspiracy covered it up of- made
2: it made it look like a drug overdose yeah
0: yeah i i think he's actually dead but my conspiracy is not that he faked his death it's that people wanted to cover it was like it was like uh they like they found his horse kicked corpse and they like stuck a needle in it and put him in the bathroom or whatever <laughs> could be could be could be and you know what listeners we will never know. But we're not going to find out, certainly, on this episode, because we're going in for the close, Adam. Can you imagine? Oh,
2: I thought we were going to reveal what really happened to Jim Morrison on this podcast. People, That's what this was all building up
0: to. you know what it is? It was all a tease that they have to go subscribe to both my Patreon and your formerly Patreon, now whatever it's called, thing. They have to do both of those before we can tell them. Well, I, have, I have Patreon and Supercast. So you have to do all three people that's what we're saying yes, yes. <laughs> you yeah. have to get the hat trick and then we'll tell you how jim morrison really died which also could be a great 15 minute podcast
2: <laughs> yeah turns out it was a heroin overdose
0: <laughs> oh wait no no adam cut. i have to cut that out now i have to edit that let me go oh, timestamp. we're supposed to shit. get money Sorry. from people for
2: this i didn't say what kind of heroin
0: oh that's right that's right Back yeah. on that, back on that horse. Uh so obviously this episode is coming out on Friday, October 30th. Ooh, it's almost spooky times. Can you it's you celebrate in your Ooh. home, dress up and <laughs> drink alone. I don't know what people are doing. Zoom costume parties? I can't imagine.
2: Oh, you know there. You, there's probably Zoom costume parties. Yeah. And people having like contests. Like close-knit families. That's so fucking gross. <laughs> oh, look, there's 10 of us, and we're all going to get on a Zoom call. It's like, okay, party of five. Take yeah. it easy.
0: Jesus, grow up and do what I'm probably doing this weekend if my reservation goes through, uh, which is go to a Joshua Tree by yourself in an Airbnb and take acid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's That's what I'm doing this weekend. But obviously... This is uh, October 30th. Adam Todd Brown. What people probably know if they're listening to this, they know who you are. They know where to find you. But what do you want them to know about? Where should they go?
2: Oh, (laughs) you know, listen, listen to listen to conspiracy. The show. Yeah, I'm 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 knee deep in a conspiracy about Senator Paul Wellstone's death, which happened in 2002. And I feel like it's going to be about an eight episodes long.
0: Ooh, that's a good miniseries.
2: Yeah, it should be interesting. The first one just came out this week, but right now it's it's subscriber only.
0: Ooh, so people could go to the Patreon or the other the other guy. The- Patreon.com
2: slash unpops or unpops network dot supercast dot tech. But everyone you know that. I, well I don't know. They like mind. you I'm sure you have you have friends who I- listen to this <laughs> who
0: don't I know don't, me. I like that you said friends and not fans. <laughs> You, you subtle bitch. (laughs) No, I bet your family's probably on on the Zoom call (laughs) with us. I'm willing to bet that there's about twenty to twenty five active Bleak and Review subscribers who maybe don't know about your stuff. Maybe they might have just been listening because they know me. They might be, but probably you know not. I'm gonna start a bringer podcast. (laughs)
2: You have to bring 35 or 40 listeners with you just to get on. Isn't that called- going to <laughs> be 10 people in the room? And if anyone can't verify who they brought to listen, <laughs> they get, their get podcast talk on the cut. podcast. They
0: get their podcast cut to three yeah. minutes.
2: <laughs> cut your parts like Jason Newstead's bass parts on the end. Justice for all album. Right. That was a deep cut yeah, right Jesus there.
0: Jesus Christ. I'm not even sure I understand most of that sentence. <laughs>
2: metallica after their bass player died they hired this new bass player named jason newstead but they were all fucking in their feelings about the other guy dying so they put this album out and like took all of the bass parts out uh like or just turned them way down oh brutal and this new guy in the band was like uh i played bass on that
0: hey what the fuck why am i not on it (laughs) it's brutal Oh, we're mourning. <laughs> yeah. Cowards. Uh by the way, a bringer a bringer podcast just sounds like a network to me. But anyway, uh <laughs> That's true. Uh you know, you signed Joe Rogan. That's the ultimate bringer. Um, as for my plugs. Yeah, check out
2: Alex Jones on yeah.
0: Oh, week. yeah, that's a whole thing. Oof. I wish I'm glad we didn't get into that because I'd probably just get mad if we talked about
2: that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm, fuck Joe Rogan, though, I will say it. Um uh, As for me, everybody, (laughs) oh, oh, I don't care who I piss off out of all the people that listen to this show week after week and maybe get to the end of it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But Kevin, now you're not going to be on Joe Rogan.
0: Ah, but I'm a white guy. Yeah, that's true. You'll still get on. Hell yeah. Uh, Hey, go. You can follow me at KB Anderson. Yo, and all the things, of course. And you can go over to Patreon.com slash Bleak and Review if you want bonus content, including uh, Hollis Black, the aforementioned alcoholic roommate of mine, Hollis Black, and I's new podcast. uh, Relatively new. It's about a month old now. It used to be called One and a Half Men. We decided that that was too much of an inside joke. and doesn't have a lot of mass appeal. And it's just kind of a joke about how Hollis is non-binary and we're, we changed it to fun hinged. That's the name of the show. Now, isn't that fun? More like
2: alcohol, more like alcohol. Oh
0: shit. You have yeah, out-hunned me officially. I came packing. <laughs> you had me at, I came. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Jack it off. Uh, yeah, go to Patreon.com slash Bleak and Review to check out Fun Hinged, uh, a, a podcast updated semi-regularly where Hollis and I review insane media that you recommend to us, including but not limited to Doki Doki Literature Club, Food Wars, The Vich, The Lighthouse, upcoming we've got. Uh, I believe we're doing actually, I think we're doing creep one and two. We're doing an episode on that and we're going to be doing some uh, internet subculture stuff. So go check it out. Five bucks a month. You can listen to this show that I put a lot of work into. (laughs) You You should watch Sucker Punch. See, I've actually that's actually not a bad pitch because I've never seen Sucker Punch and I know that it's very divisive.
2: It's a very misunderstood movie. People watch it from the wrong point of view and they don't get it.
0: I'll run it past Hollis and see what, uh, what they say. But you know what? Ultimately I'm the daddy in this situation so I can choose. (laughs) Uh, and that's it for me, you know, go follow stuff, listen to podcasts, have a good time, be good to each other. Adam Todd Brown. Thank you so much for being here, bud.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: I can't wait for this pandemic to be over so we can continue podcasting over zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. Adam say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. We'll talk on Friday. We'll talk. We'll talk. I'll call you. Bye.